Halloween welcome. Thank you for joining this week's podcast with Reverend Deji Olabode, a man called to activate and actualize God's royalty in humanity. He's the senior pastor of the Enthronement Assembly, a network of churches with headquarters in Lagos, Nigeria. Be blessed as you listen to Reverend Deji Olabode. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8 to verse 9. The Dewey Ramos Bible said, But to the Son, he said, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of justice is the scepter of your kingdom. The Durham's Bible. He said, you have loved justice and you hated iniquity. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. May the Lord bless the reading. Of his word. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the short time that I have to spend with our people today, send forth your word. Let what I say be what you want them to hear. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let them be as anointed to receive this word as I'm anointed to teach it. Let this word not stand against them on the last day. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Confirm this word with definite understandings, transformation, science following in the name of Jesus. We give you all the glory. Thank you for utterance on my part, entrance on their part in Jesus' mighty name. And somebody says, Amen. So I remember when I shared with you that people just don't rule. When the Lord said, he will send the rod of his strength out of Zion, saying, rule in the midst of your enemies. I remember telling you that it takes rod. It takes, it, it will take rods to rule. People just don't rise. People just don't fall. People just don't rule. It will take rods. It will take rods to rule. I spoke to you, for instance, from Ezekiel chapter 19 verse 12. That there is a kind of fire that can devour a person so that that person has no strong rod to convert to scepters to rule. So how do men rule? God supplies rods to them. They take responsibility for those rods. Those rods become scepters and they begin to administrate justice in the earth. I pray for you. This year, my God will supply rods to you for your rulership in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I told you that one of those scepters is the scepter of justice. I told you, for instance, that God is a God of justice, Isaiah chapter 30 verse 18. I told you, for instance, that God is not just a God of justice. In Jeremiah 50 and verse 7, the Bible calls him the habitation. Of justice. He is the habitation of justice. In Job 37, verse 23, the Bible says, God is abundant in justice. He is abundant in justice. In Job chapter 34, and verse 12, it says, Surely God will never do wickedly, nor will the Almighty pervert justice. God will never do wickedly. Job 34, verse 12. Neither will he pervert justice. Hallelujah. 
And I remember sharing with you that this justice is what the Bible calls in Isaiah 28. It says, I will make justice, 2017, the measuring line. And righteousness, the plummet. So in this kingdom, justice is the measuring line. Justice is the measuring line. Thank God for righteousness, but here we're talking about justice. Justice. This revelation of justice is big in me. Big in me. And it's one of the driving forces of my success and our establishment as a ministry. In Isaiah 9 verse 6, I remember the Bible said that unto us a child is born, given us the child, unto us a son is given. He said, the government shall be upon the shoulder of that son. Hallelujah. And he said, of the increase of that government, there shall be no end. He said, but he will order that, that particular government with judgment and justice. You check it there. He will order that government with judgment and justice. There are people in this world who are not justice conscious. They act anyhow, talk anyhow, relate anyhow, behave anyhow. They are not justice sensitive. Now, if you're going to be effective, you're going to be the kind of person in 2023 that the kingdom of God operates through, you're going to have to be very sensitive to the subject of justice, very sensitive to the subject of justice. I remember sharing with you two Sundays ago that if you want to carry the blessing of an entity, you must be sensitive to what that entity loves. You must be sensitive to what that entity loves. So Jacob, uh, Isaac said to his, his son, go and get me venison such as my soul loves, that my soul will bless you. So you cannot enjoy the blessing of somebody if you cannot decode what they love. Ah, I think I preached a message in my father's church on probably how to hack the blessing of the man of God or how to maximize, go and look for it online. You will need to hack the soul of the person you want to carry the blessing of. Let me give you an example. There's one of my mentors, I won't mention his name online uh, for private uh, privacy sake. He loves a hotel in Lagos called The Legend. The hotel, however, that his wife loves is another hotel called, I think, uh, the Marriott. Now, whenever he is coming to Lagos, I always host him at the legend. But whenever his wife is coming, I would always host the wife at the Marriott. What's the difference? Now, the, the, the legend is my kind of place, you know, very quiet, very quiet, very withdrawn, very private. That is me. But you know, women are very communicative creatures. On the other hand, Marriott is a very sociable place. You can't walk through the Marriott and not see human beings walking to and fro and all that. And every man of God knows that we, our work is the work of human beings. So when we want to rest, we want to retreat from human beings. 
Are you there? When we, we, we walk, all our walk is human beings, human beings, people, bless people, pray for people, heal people, that. So whenever we want to rest, we want a more private place. If I want the blessing of the wife, I have to do the marriage. If I want the blessing of the husband, I have to do the legend. Many people struggle to carry God's blessing because they have not studied what God loves. One of the things that God loves is justice. And that is why when you are always on the side of justice, God will always be on your side. In fact, the title of this message is how to get God on your side because God loves justice. All of his parts, one Bible said, all of his parts are just or justice. Whenever you stay on the side of justice, you are on God's side and you will see him. Whenever you begin to violate the concept of justice, you won't see God. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so if you want to carry the blessing of God, you must become justice sensitive. There is, for instance, there is no man of God in this world that I will pamper, care for, love, and sow into more than my spiritual father, the reverend, that is the man that raised me, ordained me, corrected me. That's my man of God. He may not be your man of God, he's my own man of God. <laughs> Justice demands, when I was going to mess up my destiny, he was the man who stepped into our ministry in 2008, 2008 to stabilize everything. He's nurtured me from as a youth. Another man of God who I will never place in the place of another man of God is Pastor Kore de Kumaya. My first flight as an adult was bought, my first flight as an adult for several years when I could not fly myself, it was Pastor KK who flew me. These are two men that I don't play with. If you play with them, I can't play with you. It's a matter of justice. These are the pillars of my life. And no king <laughs> jokes with the pillars of your life. If you touch it, it's a matter of justice. The most valuable woman to me on the earth is Dr. Shonwala Bode. No other woman occupies that particular space. It's not about sentiment, love. Mm -mm. No other woman occupies that particular space. The fact that you're beautiful does not mean you're... It's a matter of justice. Justice. As the woman who used to bring food for me when I was nowhere. And she would cook in a hostel and bring the food for me. Sometimes if our memory is intact, our behavior will be accurate. If our memory is intact, our behavior will be accurate. Now, so God loves justice. And so for you to be on God's side, God is always on the side of justice. You must get there. And God is not going to stop being just because you are sentimental. God will deal with issues with the facts of the case on ground. Some of you in life are already indebted to some people. It's not whether you like it or not. You are already indebted. If you don't pay that debt, you are likely to live in debt all your life. Amen. Let me behave myself. So, God loves justice. So, if you want to 
carry the blessing of God. You must understand what he loves. A few scriptures. Let's begin from Isaiah 61, verse 8 to verse 9. For I, the Lord, love justice. Did you see him there? I hate robbery for bond offering. I will therefore direct their work in truth. Isaiah 61 verse 8 verse 9. Come and see Psalms 11 verse 7. For the Lord is righteous. He loves justice and his countenance. He loves righteousness and his countenance beholds the upright. In Psalms 37 and verse 28, he said, For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. You press on to Psalms 33 and verse 5. He said, the Lord, he loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his goodness. Now, all of this points to a single fact. God is a lover of justice. God is a lover. So, you know, sometimes... People will be talking, making noise. God will judge according to the facts of the case. God will not judge according to the sensationalism of the story. God will judge according to the facts of the case. He's a righteous judge. Hallelujah. So he will judge, not according to, uh, uh, but this is what it, mm -mm. he will judge according to the details and the facts of the case. He loves justice. In fact, in Proverbs 2, verse 6, 8 to 9, it says, He, God, guards the paths of justice. What does he do? He guards the paths, the paths, the paths of justice. So justice has a lot of advantages. Are you there? A lot of advantages. For instance, in the book of Lamentation, he said to subvert a man in his own course, the Lord will not approve. He will not approve it. And now if God therefore is a God of justice, he loves it, then we must decide that this year to get God on our side, we've got to endeavor to stay on the side of justice to stay on the side of justice lamentations 3 to turn aside the justice due a man before the face of the most high or subvert a man in his cause the lord does not approve you see so you can never petition god successfully to turn aside the justice that is due to a man. Are you getting it? You can cry. You can God, you cannot abba. You cannot. He said to turn aside the justice due a man before the face of the most high, or to subvert a man in his cause, the Lord will not. You can gossip from now till tomorrow. 
you will never secure an injunction from God to turn aside the justice that is due a man. Is an effort in futility, say. Could it work? So the earlier we stop being sensational or sentimental and begin to align our lives, <laughs> I mean, because Nigerians, I, you know, thank, let me just say something, say it will be very controversial. Some prayer meetings are blatantly a waste of time. Is it, I mean, here are people cheating and expecting God to intervene. Cheating, 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 and expecting God to intervene. Memorize that scripture that to turn aside the justice, you can't. See, 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 see. see, if your wife has been faithful to you and you have been unfaithful to her, or your husband has been faithful to you and you have been unfaithful to him, no amount of petition against him will work or her. To turn aside the justice due a man before the face of the most time. In Ezekiel 45, he speaks about, he said, Thus says, Lord, enough, O prince of Israel, remove violence, plundering, execute justice and righteousness, and stop dispossessing my people, says the Lord God. You shall have honest scales, a honest effort, a honest bath, and if and the bad shall be of the same measure, so that the bad contains, are you the honest skills, honest ifas, honest bats? You see something in Proverbs 16. I'm going to with this. Is a, a just weight and balance at the Lord's. All the weights of the bag are his work. It is an abomination for kings to commit wickedness. For the throne is established by righteousness. In Proverbs 11, 1, it says, Dishonest kills are an abomination to the Lord, but a just wit is his delight. A just wit. You know, people just do things that they don't think. You don't put everybody on the same level. Because you are not equally indebted to everybody. Are you listening to me? Yeah, I'm you. I told you this, I rank people. I rank people. <laughs> everybody above me is ranked. Everybody below me is ranked. Everybody walking around me is ranked. Everybody, the rank is clear. I may not tell them, but there's detailed ranking. So whether you feel someone, you see, feelings doesn't change anything in this world. Is facts, the facts of the case. The facts of the case. So, if God is God of justice, he, and just wits are his delights, for this year to go right for many of us, you have to, and for you to get God on your side, you have to come to the side of justice. You have to come to the side of justice. In dealing with this, therefore, to come to the side of justice, God said, I should tell you, stop the cheating. That's the okay? In 2023, stop the cheating. Go to your house now, where you are, whoever is there, pinch the person, say, stop the cheating. You, you see, people, you can't outsmart God. 
He's omniscient. He knows everything. He's omnipotent and he's omnipresent. So how can you secure, how can you, how can you get away from a God who's omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent? You have no case to prove. You have to stop the cheating. And there are six areas I want you to focus on tonight that I want you to stop cheating in those areas so that you can be on God's side. Six areas I want to mention this last thing. Number one, I want to say to get God on your side, stop cheating on God. <laughs> stop cheating on God. Malachi 3, 8 begins. Will a man rob God? He said, yes, you have robbed me. But you say, in which way have we robbed you? He said, in tithes and in offerings. He said, you're cursed with a curse. Because you have attempted to rob me or to cheat me, even this whole nation. He now said, bring all the tithes, all, all, into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruits of your ground nor shall your vine fail to bring fruits for you in the field. Says a lot of us. He said, all nations will call you blessed and you'll be a delightsome land. You can't rob God. You can't cheat God. An attempt to cheat God is an insult on his intelligence. For instance, as a pastor, you know, I wasn't always a pastor. Before I was a pastor, I was a player. You cannot imagine a player trying to play a player. You get yourself cheated. And that's why every attempt at cheating God will fall flat. Or that's why authentic people, true people, real people make more progress in God than fake people. Look at what he said. He said, but with the pure, I will show you. Second Samuel 2.27. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. With the devious, you will show yourself shrewd. There are people here who think they are playing God in their finances. They are playing God. I know they are playing themselves. You think God doesn't understand? Kent, what are you saying? I heard Bishop Gore recently, he said, as far back as 1990, he employed a personal accountant when he saw the volume of his resources. And the likelihood to ensure the likelihood that the volume of volume can lead to inaccuracy. So he ensured he employed a person to handle his personal finance, principally to ensure that there is accuracy in his giving. That also is true in my life. It must be accurate, accurate, accurate. This year, sir, strive for accuracy in giving, accuracy in tithing. Don't be thinking God does not know what he said you should do. Stop cheating God. You will cheat yourself eventually. That's the first area. It's even very foolish to think you can play God. That's all of this dodging. You know, it won't work. Stop cheating on God.
Whatever God says you should do, John 2 5, do it. Whatever He tells you to do, do it. And the water was turned to wine. For instance, here I am now, I hear God in figures. Figures. And I am committed to obeying Him in figures because I can't pretend I didn't hear Him. I can't, you can't say this is 10 million, give 10 million, I give 5 million, and I assume that it's 10 million. No. That's why calculation matters if you're going to work in justice. You have to have weights. You have to have measures. You have to analyze. You have to count. Businessmen here, let me tell you where your struggle started from. Your struggle started from when you were no longer keeping accurate records. Because if your records are not accurate, your giving cannot be accurate. If your records are not accurate, your giving cannot be accurate. There's a detailed record of everything that comes into this church. Why? So that we can be accurate in our remittances. Accuracy in remittances. You can't cheat God. The earlier you start being sincere, the better for you. You know, one time I was thinking about somebody. I, I, I was thinking one day I was thinking And I said to myself, this person may, be, may claim to be close to you, but this is not your friend. Because which vulnerable fact has this person in all their life ever shared with you? You think we are stupid or what? Let me press on because of time. Stop cheating on God. It's an insult on his intelligence. It's an insult on his sense of intelligence. He's called the only wise God. Number two is here. Stop cheating on your spouse. These are instructions God told me to give you. Stop cheating on your spouse. It will keep you on a level. Believe us, sir. <laughs> In 1 Chronicles, Corinthians 7, verse 3 to verse 7, let the husband, let me talk about the first side of cheating. The first side of cheating your spouse is not giving your spouse what is due to them. In 1 Chronicles 7, 1 Corinthians 7, verse 3 to verse 7, let the husband render down to the wife due benevolence. And likewise also the wife, the husband. Did you see that? Did you see that? So how can you get married and then be having dreams that will not enable you to fulfill your responsibilities to your spouse? It's not of God. Long distance marriage is not of God. You they hear me so? You they hear me so? You should not have married if you wanted to be free. I don't know how people enter agreements and then they don't deliver on it. Where will you put scriptures like what God has joined together? Let no man put us under. Let the husband render the wife due believer. Let the wife to the husband do believer. The wife has no power her own body, but the husband. Likewise, also the husband not power his own body, but the wife. Don't defraud thee not one another. I'm using King James now. Except it be with consent for a time that you may give yourself to fasting and prayer. And some come together again so that Satan does not tempt you for your incontinency. Are you looking at scripture? The only grounds on which you are not to deliver your sexual responsibilities to each other in a marriage is prayer and fasting. Not education. Not jobs. Not those things. If you don't follow the divine pattern, what you see now, you know. Now you know. And that's why Elu Rabbi show. 
Stay with the pattern. Stay with the pattern. Stay with the pattern. Only prayer. And he said, after the brief time of prayer, come together quickly so that Satan does not tempt you. Do you know what that means? That means, therefore, that if you, if the sexual responsibilities in a marriage is not regularly being serviced, you have opened the door wide to Satan. Wide to him. It wasn't Satan. You opened the door to him. Leaving your husband for one year, two years, three years. If he would, he's bound to cheat on you. Are you getting what I'm saying here? You open the door to Satan for some that kind of thing. People enter into agreements. I like Wiki. Wiki said agreement is agreement. Agreement uh, is uh, agreement. So you don't enter in marriage and then not be having dreams and visions that are not in alignment with the establishment of the agreement you have entered into. Nonsense. Let me tell you our marriage. We've made up our mind that this marriage, this marriage will be a resident marriage. Residency. Residency. Why residency? So that we can fulfill the response to the terms and conditions of what God. A single person and a married person is different. The objective of a single person, maybe we'll take their marriage again. Some people don't even know what they entered into. The entire covenant don't understand the terms of God. I don't take anybody who does not take the terms of their covenant agreement seriously. Have respect to the covenant. For the dark places of the earth are full of habitations of cruelty. It's a lot of nonsense in our day. Husband, Japa, wife in Nigeria. Wife, Japa, husband in Nigeria. Nonsense. I have told our people. That when you want to go, believe for both of you to go together. Don't open the life of a, a man or a woman up to the devil. When you need to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. Stop cheating on your spouse. When you marry, deliver on the terms. The only grounds is this. One day I was thinking, this is not God now, this was me thinking. In marriage, for instance, if you study the Old Testament, there's a mandate of abstinence from blood in the Old Testament. This is not God. I'm just, I was just processing this. A mandate of abstinence from blood. You were not to eat blood. You were not to have woman, a, 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 a sex with a woman in, in, um, in her menses. And in the New Testament again, in the Jerusalem Council, the same thing was repeated. Abstain from things strangled and things like that. <laughs> and then it don't know me that except a woman has an issue of blood, I think an average menses should be between three to five or so days. Except there, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. I stay in my field. Maybe a doctor will come and talk about it. Three to five days. In my thinking, I'm not saying God now. Even the Old Testament, you were expected to abstain from blood. I think the relative time of abstinence should be somewhere between five, four, or six days. I didn't say God. I just think. Because if your message is four days and I'm supposed to abstain from blood, I think that's the relative amount of time. 
depending on who God gives you to marry. You just see people doing things in tandem with divine design. And then when there are now problems, they believe who to cry to. You open the door. When you enter an agreement, fulfill the terms and the conditions of our agreement. Even though it be a man's covenant, he said no man annuls it. Even if it be a man's covenant, no man annuls it. It's not about covenant consciousness is dying in a generation. Let me press on because of time, I beg. So stop cheating on your spouse. The second way to cheat on your spouse, so number one way of cheating on your spouse is not delivering on the terms of your commit, marital commit, covenant commitment. The second way to cheat on your spouse is that sharing your sexual commitment with somebody you are not officially and covenantly married to. Come and say that to If you say marriage is horrible and the bed on the fire, but fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. He was saying, I wish I can remove from the Bible. It, it is in the New Testament. So I can't say it's new creation. <laughs> Old creation, new creation. Here, he said, fornicators, adulterers, God will judge. If they don't repent and turn. It was in four. So to cheat on your spouse, therefore, is to be an adulterer. It is so great that this is probably one of the only conditions Jesus Christ gave for the nullification of a marriage. For the nullifying of a marriage. Come and see Ezekiel 33 and verse 27. People who don't possess land, they cheat on their spouse. Come see. God showed me this many years ago. Ezekiel 33, 25 to 26. Therefore, say to them, you eat meat with blood. He said, you lift up your eyes towards your idols. You shed blood. Should you then possess the land? Comma? Question mark. You rely on your sword. You commit abomination and you defy one another's wives. Should you then possess the land? Is asking you a question. That can a person in adultery succeed in possessing the land? <laughs> when God asks you a question twice, please put a full stop there. Put a full stop there. I won't go to Revelation 17 to 20. One of the price of having authority over the nations is freedom from Jezebel. The mother of abomination. Let me just move on. Time. Stop cheating your spouse. If you want to be single, if you want to be free, don't marry. If you want to be renegade, Jumping from place to place. Don't marry. That's why Paul, you see Paul, he marries her. Nobody could have handled that kind of shadow. No woman would have handled it. God is, God is very reasonable. You see, God is very reasonable. Later I'll come out and talk, preach on, on the reasonableness of God. Three, stop cheating on your church. Stop cheating on your church. You know why? Let me tell you something here. Why many professionals in entrainment are not seeing God? And why many business people are not seeing God? They invest the best part of themselves into their career, into their business, but they handle the work of God anyhow. No be God, no be God, no be God, no be God, no be God. Work. Let me see where the problem is. Job five. Cause meros, says the angel of the Lord, cause its inhabitants bitterly because they did not come to the hell of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against, when you don't rally to help God, you are under a curse. Did you hear that? When you don't rally to the help of the Lord, he said you are under a curse. Whenever the kingdom of God needs help and you withhold yourself from offering your best 
curse, you are under a curse. In Jeremiah 48 and verse 10, he said, Cursed is the one who does the work of the Lord deceitfully. And cursed is the one who keeps back his blood. Sword from blood. What he's saying here is that you must do God's work wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. One of the secrets of Ezekiah is that the Bible said he did God's work, in, he did it wholeheartedly, and he succeeded. If you don't want to do God's work, don't do it. And if you want to do it, do it with all of your heart, all of your strength, all of your mind. You shall serve the Lord your God with all of your strength, all of your... People now be offering that. See, God doesn't know what they offer other people. Offer God things. Some will put on their Zoom. They will join midnight prayer and go silent and doze off. That's doing the work of the Lord deceitfully. No, go come prayer. Don't come. Who are you deceiving now? You want the curse on your life? In Nehemiah 3 and 5, next to the Tequat, he said, next the Tequat made repairs, but their nobles did not put their shoulder into the work of the law. Stop cheating the house of God. It won't work. Go the extra mile. Let the things of God matter to you. Work more effectively in the service of God than even whatever you are doing. God said, this guy loves my kingdom. He sees everything now. Let's press on. Number four, stop cheating on your brothers and your sisters. Your brothers and sisters in Christ. Stop cheating on them. Look at 1 Thessalonians 4.6 as I begin to round up. That no man be go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter. Because that the Lord is the avenger of all such as we also have forewarned you and testified. He said that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter. Because the Lord is the avenger of all such. We don't want you and we are testifying. Stop cheating your fellow brother. Stop cheating your fellow sister. There are people, for instance, in church doing business today now. I can no longer recommend with whole act member to member. Because I know that if the person invests in this business and does not deliver, it becomes my issue. So today I don't get involved. Nobody asks me. I don't recommend. A guy called me and said, recommend somebody your church for land. I said, I can't recommend nobody. He said, I have this money. I said, I can't recommend nobody because he did. I'm, I, the integrity. I have built my integrity over the years in financial matters. So I cannot now so the investor in one minute a, a member that has lack of integrity. I mess up the whole thing. Stop cheating your fellow brothers. Number five, stop cheating your boss and stop cheating your workplace. If you are paid to do the job, do the job. Do the job and put your best into it. In Ephesians 5, bond servants be obedient to those who are your masters according to flesh with fear and trembling. In sincerity of heart as to Christ, not with eye service as men please us, but as born servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart with goodwill, doing service as to the Lord. So serving your earthly bosses in your workplace as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatever good thing anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or whether he is free. 
here is talking about serving your boss, serving your workplace with not with eye service, not being a man pleaser, with sincerity of heart, all of your mind. Doing working in, in shell as if you are working for God. As unto the Lord, as unto the Lord. In Colossians 3, it says, Born servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ, but he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done. There's no partiality. Many of them, if their boss is not around, they start talking. You can never rise. You can never rise. Oh, that shows you need the supervision of your boss to do this. The supervision of the Lord is not enough for you to do your work. You need the supervision of your boss. That's why you lack the reward of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you lack the reward. That's why you lack it. Stop cheating your boss. If somebody paid you to do your work, do your work. Cross your T's, dot your I's, do everything as unto the Lord. Your boss may not know what you have done, but God has ways of rewarding you. And lastly, entrepreneurs, stop cheating on your employees. Wrap up my case here. Stop cheating on your employees. James of the Five comes to mind. Come now, you rich. Weep and hold for your mysteries that are coming upon you. Your riches are corrupted. Your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are corroded. Their corrosion will be a witness against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You've heaped up treasures together for the last days. Indeed, the wages of the laborers who mowed your field, which you kept back by fraud. You, 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 they worked for you, but you kept back their proceeds by fraud. Has reached the ears of the Lord of Saibua, the mighty man in battle. The man of war. Jehovah, the man of war. You have lived on the earth in pleasure, in luxury. You have flattened your hearts as in the day of slaughter. You have condemned. You have murdered the just. And he does not resist you. Let me explain what he's saying. Don't cheat. Don't. I, I used to have a son many years ago. We flying business class around town. And staff, the staff has not been paid for months. You are not a CEO. I don't even know what to call you. A leader. I think there's a book by Simon saying, Leaders eat last. When I was young, it used to be a point of conflict between my wife and all that. I want to make sure everybody is settled. And my wife said, well, you think I'll not feed them? I said, come now, it's just my leadership heart. I've not changed. I want to see that everybody's all right. Before leaders settle themselves last. They're not selfish. They're not, they're not, they're... let me not say what I want to say. Take care of your staff. If you employ them, pay them. That when do you? Whatever the terms of the engagement is, honor them. I asked a young man, we we're releasing. I said, You were with us for one year plus. He said, Yes. Did we fail in anything to you? Did we fail in your salaries? No. Did we fail in your scholarships? No. Did we fail in your allowances? No. Did we fail? No. I commit you to the judgment of the Lord. Let, let God, who sees, are you getting what I'm saying? Don't cheat your stars. 
give them what is due as and when due. You are not their source. And if you don't do this at a point, the pain of your staff, their cries, will come to the ears of the Lord Sabwa, the mighty man of war, their entrepreneurs now. It's God that is fighting them. Be fair, be just. So, what I've been saying in essence this year, stop the cheating. Stop the cheating. To get God on your side, endeavor to be on God's side. If you have been cheating before, repent and change your direction. God will never hold your past against you once you turn and say, this is not the way, this is not the way. God says, yeah, if you are ready, we are ready. Many of us should repent tonight of every element of cheating and all that. I mean, we see on man house and then social media is never helping matters. It's giving us more and more ways to cheat, more and more ways, deletable picture, deletable text, deletable everything. Digital memory, digital all manner. Many times when I see those things on people's phone, I don't respect them much, no matter who they are. What are you hiding? If there was nothing to hide, you'll not be hiding. You'll not be clearing. This year, strive to be a person of justice, equity, and integrity. And grow in it. Grow in it. I'm not saying you're perfect, nobody's perfect, but grow in it. Grow in it. The more you are on the side of justice, the more you begin to see God on your side. And if God be for us, we will be against us. I wrap up my discourse tonight with Proverbs 11 verse 1. His honest skills are an abomination to the Lord. The just wait is his delight. I pray for you that this year, the games are over. In the name of, you see sometimes, you see husband and wife, you just see the wife is rising. Wife rising. Husband is just there. A mockery of the wife's status. Because the husband is not serious. Sometimes it could be the wife who is playing games. You see her there. God will not pervert justice. Far beats for him to do wickedly. So God will not change. So what we have to do is we are the ones that are going to have to adjust ourselves to his ways. Wherever you see you are out of justice, get out of it fast. 2020. Any area in which you are out of justice, get out of it fast. If it's a relationship, get out of it. If they have whatever, there are people there now masturbating their life to hell. They, then when their wife comes to have sex, they say that they are not interested because what they masturbate you, you don't, you don't, you, you don't masturbate Forgive my tummy. You don't masturbate to no desire for your wife, and you want the woman there. You not think God will help you? Let me behave myself. I'm making too much noise tonight. Always have justice on your mind. God is on the justice side. Pray whatever you've gotten wrong, the mercy of God will prevail. Let the mercy of God speak for you. And run away from that side. Run away from the cheating side. And come to the justice side. And when you're on the justice side, they can be making noise. The more the noise they make, the job is saying, ah, the guy the rise away. The guy the rise away. Because there's a justice element. And you can't, you have to be increasing in it. This thing, if I had time, I would trace it through scripture. Most of the commandments of the Lord has justice, has a justice on the top. So if you don't know anything in the Bible, you are thinking justice and don't go cheat anybody. God will be on your side. And if God is on your side, nobody can stop you. Grace rests upon you right now to come into alignment with His justness, justice in Jesus' mighty name. What have you done in the past? I remit it that forgiveness prevail. Let a new clean slate be opened unto you right now. Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast with Reverend Deji Olabode. 
We believe you've been blessed by this message. Be a blessing to others by sharing it with someone. Worship with us at the Enthronement Assembly Headquarters, live at the Scepter Convention Center, Plot 2, Latif Jakonde, Agadibi, Keja, Lagos. The Excellence in Life Sunday service starts at 7.30 a.m. and the Celebration service commences 9.30 a.m. You can also join us for the midweek service at 5 p.m. on Thursdays at the same venue. For more inquiries, please visit dgolabode.com or call plus 234-906-153-5283. Thank you for listening.